Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. Everybody, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. It's great to be back. I was on vacation for a week, and I tell you, I really miss doing my show, or at least the live version of my show. So thank you all for joining us today. My guest is Judith Salt, one of my favorite tarot card readers, and she is going to be doing many tarot card readings for people. So if you have a question that you would like to have answered, please call into the line at 877-296-0345 and ask your question, and Judith will be able to uh, do a mini card reading for you. But before we get to that, let's go over some of the astrological transits that are going on, because I tell you, it's been a busy sky lately, and uh, this week is no exception. We have uh, the ongoing stellium, and if you remember from previous conversations we've had, a stellium is just a grouping of planets, uh, and they are all sitting in the sign of Cancer. And that would be Sun, Mercury, Jupiter, Lilith, Mars. And as um, any of you who are out there that are Cancers would know, Cancer is a sign of feelings and emotions, and it's also a very powerfully intuitive sign. So when we have a lot of planets in that that sign in particular, we're really being asked to listen and be receptive to information that's incoming to us. Uh, Uranus, the planet of surprises and uh, eccentricity and rebellion, <laughs> moved to retrograde motion yesterday. And when this particular planet moves retrograde or backwards from our uh, looking at it from the Earth, uh, it brings about an opportunity for kind of explosive knowledge to come to us or or things to happen in a very uh, quick and possibly unexpected way. Uh, This planet will remain in retrograde motion until December 17th. And so at that point in time, the the flow of of intuitive information and ideas and things will smooth out a bit. Now you may get these bursts of ideas and things that come to you and uh, require uh, kind of mad action on your part, depending upon where it is in your personal chart. We also have the ongoing Grand Water Trine, and that, uh, if you'll remember back, is a uh, a configuration where energy moves slowly, or excuse me, flows easily between uh, three separate points in a chart, and those are in water. 
signs right now. That would be the planet Saturn in Scorpio and Neptune in Pisces and, of course, Jupiter and fairly uh, a lot of planets right now in Cancer. So a lot of energy centered in our water signs. If you've been looking up at the sky, you could tell we are uh, heading for a full moon. And the full moon is in uh, the sign of Aquarius on July 22nd. And that full moon occurs just about three hours after the sun moves into the sign of Leo. So the sun moves out of Cancer, relieves some of the pressure in that in the, the sign of Cancer, but moves on to the fire sign of Leo. And the full moon occurs at 11.16 a.m., so giving us an opportunity to bring some things to completion and to also uh, put together the plan and see the plan in a bigger and uh, easier way. The biggest news, I think probably the thing that I've been looking forward to since last, oh, maybe December, when I realized that this particular July 29th we would be treated to a grand sextile um, or a Star of David, and that particular configuration is um, where six planets, and sometimes more, and in this case we have seven planets joined in, uh, form a uh, hexagon or a six-sided Star of David in the sky. And this is a fairly rare occurrence. The, the last one that I could find occurred on February 7th of uh, 1945, so quite a while ago. Um, the seven planets that are involved are all of our planets that um, we talked about in, that are involved in the Grand Trine. So though that would be in water. We have Saturn, Neptune, and Jupiter and Mars. And the other three planets involved in this are in Earth signs, and that would be Venus, Pluto, and the Moon. And I'm going to bring in my guest now, Judith, because I asked her to do a, a quick card reading for us on what the grand sextile would mean for us in terms of, uh, uh, you know, how it would be uh, affecting us uh, on the Earth during this period of time. So, Judith, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi there, and thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very excited every time you uh, grace us with your appearance here. <laughs> oh, I always enjoy it so much, Jana. Thank you. Um, well, I, so I, I want you to share with the audience the, the card that you drew and its meaning here because I just found it to be so fascinating. Um, so do tell. What did you pull? I drew in my particular deck. I used Pamela Eakins' deck. That's E-I-K-E-N-S, uh, and it's called Tarot of the Spirit. <clears throat> and in this particular deck, there are 79 cards rather than 78 cards. And the 79th card is the unknown. And <clears throat> that's what I pulled. And so um, it's saying we don't know what's going to be happening. There is something that the cosmos isn't ready to share yet. And there's enough free will between now and um, the sextile that... Um, Anything could change. So it's not as though it is set in stone. So, <clears throat> excuse me, so I asked to pull a clarifier, and, um, and the, the clarifier came up in such a position that it, it was saying, no, they're not going to clarify that <laughs> at all. 
And then I um, I asked, okay, then if it is the unknown, and you won't tell <clears throat> tell us what the unknown is, can you tell us how we should move through this energy? What is the best way for us to move through the energy? And the card that I got is the four of fire, the four of wands, and most de- or in other decks. And uh, this one is an initiation. So it is, like many initiations, you don't know what the initiation is until you actually go through it. Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> that, and that's so, huge. Now, yeah. I, I thank you so much for doing that because it sets the stage for me to, you know, continue talking about this particular configuration in that it is, um, because we haven't had this, you know, kind of configuration in a very long time, in fact, most of us on the planet at this point, I shouldn't say most of us on the planet, but probably most of us on the call today have no idea how um, the energy of 1945 would relate to today, other than what was going on then, of course, was World War II. And um, at the t- uh, any time we have a grand sextile like this, a Star of David, it sets the stage for what will become sweeping changes in the paradigm that is currently in place. And at the time, of course, 1945, there would have been people planning in various countries of uh, what the, the post-World War II world would look like, how would boundary lines be drawn, etc., and as anybody who was alive during World War II could tell you, the world looks drastically different after the war than it did before the war. So we get an idea then of what a possibility is with the Star of David. However, that unknown piece that you, you were talking about in terms of the card uh, right. really plays in here because one of the planets involved in this whole uh, um, grand sextile is the moon. And it's the fastest moving body that we have in our solar system. And uh, it is the one that would be different for virtually every person uh, on the planet right now. So I can see how unknown would be a really good way (laughs) for the card to come up because it is going to be an initiation for everybody in whatever way they they've been dealing with the world and whatever uh wherever the moon is placed for them in their chart at this particular time which by the way the moon will be in Taurus that day which is your birth sign so and um anybody right. it's also my moon sign yeah so this is going to be setting the stage for you quite possibly for some sweeping changes uh, wherever Taurus falls in your chart and I I don't know off the top of my head where that is but do you remember what your rising sign is Judith Libra um, the Taurus is in my, I believe it's in my seventh house. So relationship, yeah. So marriage ah. and relationship, partnerships, how how you um, uh, work together with other people in your life. So that to me says that there's the possibility that the changes that come about for you is no longer working singularly, but perhaps working in uh, some form of partnership. Um, the interesting thing that as I as I was kind of tuning in, I guess you could say, to this energy, Uh, one of the things that happened for me this morning was that I realized that I had been experiencing some very interesting energies over the last couple of weeks. In fact, even earlier in the week, I had been looking through old notebooks of mine from last year at this time, and I realized, Mm. wow, 
there were a lot of projects I started back then that are um, still in the works right now. And, of course, my natural inclination was to start beating myself up about it, you know, how, <laughs> how come I hadn't gotten any further, you know, that kind of thing. But as I thought about it, I realized that there was so much going on for me, so many opportunities. And that's what happens with these grand sextiles, is the energy flow between the sextile, which are 60-degree relationships between planets, and the trines that are also made up in here, which are 120-degree energy flow, sets us up for having many talents, many gifts, and many opportunities. So what happens to us is that either we have sort of two extremes we can go to. One is that there are so many opportunities that we can't choose, so we just totally back off our energy and don't choose anything. Or on the other end of the extreme, we try to to do what's even worse, and that is to do something with all of that energy. And then that causes us to lose focus and sort of scatter the energies that are at our fingertips. And then you add the fact that this is happening in water signs predominantly, and that puts us in a very emotional space and, uh, you know, uh, in a position where we could just give up and, and move, you know, into nothingness. So I think one of the lessons we can all learn by what I experienced myself this morning is that for me this the moon clicks into place in Taurus in my 10th house of career. And so that means that for me the focus has to come through the heart because Taurus really is ruled by the planet Venus, which rules the heart. And so when I look at all of those opportunities from that position, meaning what would I love to do, the answers become much clearer. And I would assume that for everybody else, no matter, you know, there are 12 houses in the chart where this could happen. And for you, if it's happening in Taurus in your seventh house, then the the, um, the way you could look at this is if I have all of these opportunities for partnering or to putting together uh, and working with people in a new way, which one makes me the happiest, right? Which one makes me feel really giddy inside? I, I call it giddy, that feeling of bubbling joy that uh, when you think about doing something in a particular way or with particular people, that would be your cue, which way to follow, Makes well, perfect that's sense, perfect. right? That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm just saying that you know, for everybody out there who's listening, if you know where Taurus is in your chart, that's the last piece that will click into place on July 29th. All the other planets are pretty much lined up at this point where they're going to be. You know, pretty closely anyway. The Moon is the only wild card, if you will, at this point because it hasn't quite locked in and hasn't quite triggered this grand sextile. Uh, yet in its complete in, in its completion, so we have the opportunity now to be really kind of looking at all the opportunities that are in front of us, whether it's in the first house of, of the self or if it's in the second house of money, third house of communication, etc., all the way down through the chart, and discover what it is that is calling us from the heart. That is going to be the key. Now, the other, the most interesting thing I think about this entire. Um, grand sextile is that all of these planets fall into feminine receptive signs 
And that means that the sweeping change coming up here isn't so much about war versus peace or what boundary lines and nations are coming up and being built up. It's more about how do we want to be in terms of human beings on this planet. How do we want to be in terms of compassion, loving each other, valuing both the feminine energy and the masculine energy? Because guess what? A Star of David puts those two energies, masculine and feminine, into a configuration that's very solid and uh, joins them in a balance. So fascinating, fascinating time coming up and setting the stage for us for the future. And when you pulled that card, The Unknown, I got chills because I'm thinking, of course it's unknown. We've yet to make the choice, right? We've yet to make the choice. Are we going to move forward in a sort of a brotherhood, sisterhood, and loving each other with compassion and, you know, nonviolent communication and all these wonderful tools we have at our disposal to get along in this world? Or are we going to continue down the path of polarity and, you know, uh, taking sides and creating issues, you know, such as the Trayvon Martin, um, George Zimmerman verdict that's sort of polarizing in its, um, if you look at it that way. If you look at it in the other way, it's an opportunity for us to mend fences, to bring us together in, in a new way of being. So I think that's where that unknown piece comes in. That's wonderful. Now, yeah. If yeah, any of I, you I, have I, not, if any of you in the audience have not had um, a private reading by Janet, I really recommend it because um, <laughs> she makes astrology so um, understandable. I've had readings from dozens of people, and um, and she is just so precise and concise and. Um, uh, makes it very understandable. So I oh, I really highly nice. recommend her. Yeah. Thank you, um, Judith. And that... Go ahead. You're very welcome. And I bet we have <laughs> a, um, a guest that's waiting for us. Yes, we do. We have, we're taking callers today uh, for mini tarot card readings by Judith. And our first caller is Antoinetta, I think is her name. Are you out there, Antoinetta? I'm I'm here. Thanks for taking my call. Hello. You're very Thank welcome. Thank you so much Janetta. for calling in. So okay. I'm going to turn you over to Judith so that you can ask your question and get your card reading. Okay, wonderful. Okay, and remember, this is only a um, a very um, it's a, a mini reading. So um, we're not going to solve all the problems in the world, but let's see what uh, <laughs> problem. We can solve for you in the moment. Okay. Um, my question is, um, is Daniel going to be returning back into my life anytime soon to, to get things moving again here? Well, when you ask, um, when... Well, there are two two things that are going on. Um, yes and no questions can be answered by the tarot, but it doesn't really give you probably the information that you would want. If you want Daniel to come back into your life, then um, perhaps a more useful reading would be what 
is my best course of action to draw Daniel back into my life? Another question might be, is it in my highest good to have Daniel back in my life? What energy am I drawing to myself if he is in my life and what energy am I drawing to myself if he is not in my life? So okay. do either of those questions make sense to you? Well, I just want to know if he is going to, on his own, come back into my life without me doing anything because I feel like it's, he has to do the work now, okay? He has to make the effort. He has to show me that he wants this relationship. So, And you're asking me to go into his psychic space, and I don't find that ethical. Um, I And I, I really apologize for being so um, unfriendly. I mean, not unfriendly, but, but um, kind of sticking to my guns about this because I can't go into his psychic space and say, Daniel, what are you going to do because he has not invited me in. I can do a reading about you and about what you can do, but I can't, and even, you know, what, what you might do, but I can't do a reading for him because he has not asked me for the reading. Okay. I understand, right, because he was supposed to move in my home and everything, and I don't even know if any of that is happening or nothing. Well, let me um, let me draw a card for you. Okay. Um, it does not look like he, um, that you heard the truth from him. And... Um, and it also looks to me like you have given your power over to him. You you have um, um, given him the ultimate word and authority and um, and whatever his intention is. So you have dis. Um, disengaged your own power in order to appease him. So the best thing for you to do is to follow your intuition, look at past and and current patterns, and see if those are the kind of patterns that you want to live with from now on because those patterns will not change. Okay. Is that useful? Um, I guess. I, I guess so. Antoinetta, what sign are you? I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo. So what I suspect with the, all of the astrological energies that are headed uh, in your direction... Um, or, you know, for the world at the moment, Venus will move into Virgo um, toward the end of this month. And um, that seems to to be sort of a trigger for you in terms of redefining what it is that you expect from a relationship and how it is that you want to 
um, be in the relationship. So, you know, maybe the better question to ask is, uh, what do I want from this relationship with him? Do right. you know? Are you willing? You know, is this going to be an all-encompassing relationship? Um, are there troubles that have been apparent between the two of you that that uh, need to be resolved first? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there may be some other things to look at uh, in the bigger uh, picture. And, and the sense? card, as Janet was talking, in the card that I drew is about bringing balance, and this one uh, now is in an upright position. So it's really having um, the the next time the two of you are together is um, to have a conversation where you really speak your truth and where you really hear what he has to say. Um, And I would even, because it sounds like you're disappointed that um, he either hasn't followed through or you suspect he won't, that um, you even make notes and put it in writing and say at the end of the conversation, this is what I understand we've agreed to. Do you agree to that also? Mm-hmm. And then it's got more clarity. Right. Well, see, I had a big argument. I changed my phone number and everything. So, again, that's why I was saying, do you see him reaching out? Because if he doesn't, then there's, there's not going to be no relationship because, um, you know, there was some things that came up, and like I said, if he doesn't come forward and doesn't make an effort, then there is no relationship. Well, I think that may actually be in your best interest. Okay. It sounds like it to me, too. Yeah. Okay. Sounds open like it to me, too. Up, open yourself up to a loving, supportive relationship. It doesn't sound like that's what you were getting from this relationship. Okay. All right? Good luck Thank to you, sweetie. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Antoinette. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, I meant to mention um, earlier to people as we were talking about this, the grand sextile, uh, the Star of David, that I actually put it on my Facebook page um, if you wanted to see the graphic of it, because I think just looking at the picture, you get a really clear idea of what's going on. So yes. for those of you who want to see it graphically, go to facebook.com forward slash living astrology. And you'll be that will take you right to my Facebook page, and you'll be able to see the actual chart of the grand sextile. Uh, it's really kind of fun looking. That's great. All right. Yeah. So, um uh, Judith, we have another caller named Erica who would like to ask a question. Hi, Erica. Hi. What would you like to walk away knowing today? Um, thank you for taking my call, number one. Um, I wanted to actually, I've been experiencing some very strong emotions, and I don't actually have a particular question. I wanted to, I guess, see what the cards had, uh, what, what came up, actually, put it that way. Like maybe a general reading. Yes. Well, Erica, you're coming, um, you've been carrying some baggage with you that it's really time to let go of. It is, um, you're you're emotionally, um, the, the baggage has been an emotional burden on you. And it's time to let go and be done with it. Um, and one, do you know what that is? 
Um, you don't have to say. You don't have to identify it. Just I want to know if you know what it is. Yeah, so there's a couple different things. <laughs> okay, and and it's really important that, um, especially um, in in this time, um, and probably um, as Janet was mentioning, we're coming up to a full moon, and so doing. Um, some kind of ceremony by the time of the full moon or at the full moon would be a really good time. And I suggest, um, this is a death card that came up. It is not a physical death, but in order for something new to happen, you have to to really release the old stuff. So my suggestion is to write on a, on a paper um, whatever it is that you need to give up and to um and to re- to write it on a paper and to release it by um either burying it in the ground or um burning it and um using words something along the lines of as i turn this uh as this paper is turned into ashes so may my uh grief be transformed into joy and then um and then do something very kind for yourself uh it might be taking a long walk on the beach it might be having a massage but something that you definitely consider to be something healing and that's a real important follow up when you when you're doing the ceremony when you complete the ceremony then the next thing to do is to identify what you want to draw into your life to replace that which you've just released. You don't want the cosmos to arbitrarily replace it. You want to have an idea of what you're replacing it with. So at the very least, you want to, I would suggest, replacing the grief and loss with joy and fulfillment. And um, and it doesn't have to be any more specific than that. Okay, I can. Is that helpful? <laughs> no, it, it's helpful. It's definitely helpful. So, and um, Eric, oh, go, go ahead, ahead. Hun. I was going to ask um, Erica what sign she was. I'm a Virgo. Wow. So yeah, in a row. <laughs> you know that always seems to happen, right? Virgos, you know, they they come in runs. Like it could have been all Leos today. Who knew? Uh, but Virgos, interesting, <laughs> uh, because because the thing is, I hear you wanting to know the details of something coming. You know, to be able to see the details, and 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 what you're needing to do is step back and look at the bigger picture. It sounds like that's what Judith is trying to lead you to, right? Um, yeah, I mean, looking at the bigger picture, but also what what has the most um, what is the most cumbersome is uh, a loss from from the past that she hasn't been able to release. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I drew another card when Janet was talking, and part of the reason that you haven't been able to release that, Erica, is because of your own fears. Um, uh, your you're almost afraid that if you release that, you won't have anything. But I can promise you, if you release your grief and your grief over loss, then um, happier memories and times 
and new opportunities will take its place. And um, this card comes up, the Nine of Wind comes up, when you have the strength and the timing and it is the um, the appropriate time to face this and to be done with it. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it can be a it can be a number of things because um, my I'm coming up on my mother's birthday tomorrow, and she um, died ten. Well, actually, no, no, thirteen years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, but, you know, there's a couple different things going on. But, no, there's definitely stuff I need to let go of and disappointment about, you know, my career and all that stuff in life. (laughs) So I I do see the need to um, move past it and to let it go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I... I agree. Um, When I do readings, I call on your guides and I call on my guides. And uh, so the reading comes through them. And um, and what your guides have, uh, I just pulled another card, what your guides are saying is that you are the magician. You can um, make this next stage happen. in in a positive way around your career and around um, uh, bringing into your life that which will make you strong. The magician takes the energy from the cosmos and uh, using the elements transforms it and grounds it so that it is manifested on this earth and on this plane. And so you have the ability right now to manifest that. So do this um, the, uh, this exercise by the full moon, and I think you'll be very um, pleasantly surprised at the energy that you get because your guides are frantically trying to communicate with you, and you've closed yourself down so much that you can't really hear them. So you need to make the space to be able to communicate with them. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. You're very Great. welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Janet. I'm, uh, if it's okay with you, I'm going to mention I'm I'm actually um, teaching a class this weekend, um, Saturday and Sunday at the Earth Sanctuary Retreat on Whidbey Island about using tarot to communicate with your guide. Even for people who don't read tarot, um, it is, um, it's learning how to use the cards to communicate with your guides because it's a tool. Just like the pendulum is a tool, tossing a coin is a tool, whatever that is. And if people um, do, I've got um, uh, one space left. And if anybody is interested, you can contact me, Judith, at Life Path Expressions, J-U-D-Y-T-H, at Life, and that's Y-T-H, Life, L-I-F-E, Path, P-A-T-H, Expressions, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N-S, dot com. That's great. Thank you, Judith, because I was going to bring that up. That's perfect timing. 
um, because, you know, this is such a, a great subject for you. I mean, you really have uh, a lot of information, a lot of intuition around this. You're such a good reader, and uh, you could teach people a lot about how to connect with their guides and um, and be able to get answers for themselves um, instead of just, right. you know, having to, you know, keep thinking that they, they don't have the tools or the ability to do that. So definitely, if you want to take up, uh, you know, the idea of reaching out to your guides and, and so forth, Judith has one space left, and you can contact her if you uh, are in the, what, uh, northwest Washington area and want to take that that class this weekend. You're going to be offering this again, though, weren't you, Judith? Uh, I, I offer it uh, once in a while. I, what I found, my, the class, all the content that I had just kept growing and growing, and so I made it into a two-day class. <laughs> I've taught it as a three-hour class before, and it wasn't really enough time for people to get all the material. And I'm just finishing my uh, workbook today. It's about 25 pages, and people will be able to get the workbook on my um on my website um, at a later date. And my website uh-huh. is com, And you can Perfect. sign up for my newsletter and be kept informed. Very good. Now, I have another question for you. I have yeah. a, a couple of uh, callers who are trying to get into the line and haven't been able to for one reason or another today. Is it possible that you can do a reading for somebody if they've emailed me their question, but they're not on the line? Sure. Okay. Um, so I would like to do this. This is for Debbie. And her question is, hold on, let me get back to that. Um, what is it that the universe would like her to know? Oh, I love those kind of questions, Debbie. And um, what I haven't said so you guys can hear it is every time I do a reading, even these quick readings, I do call on your guides. And so I'm calling on Debbie's guides, as I have uh, called on the other guides. And um, and Debbie wants to know what does the universe want her to know at, at this time. And... Um, uh, what the universe wants you to know is how important it is for you to bring balance into your emotional and um, uh, relation, emotions and relationship in your life. That uh, there's, um, it, it's in an upright position. I always look at twos as being kind of a teeter-totter card. And sometimes there's more teeter than totter. And uh, the two of water is also uh, about relationship because it is in an upright position. Very often it's a uh, partnership or a romantic relationship. Then the other card that came up is the emperor in a reverse position. When I read the cards, the reverse position is an internal process that's going on. So the universe is recommending to you that you relinquish some of the control that you're trying to tenaciously hold on to. And as you're trying to connect more with your spiritual side and um, and uh, with your guides and with the universe, it's um, don't 
predefine everything, relinquish your hold a bit, and um, and be open to what's coming through. And my sense is that you are um, that you you are in a situation where you really, really, really want an answer, but you have the you know the answer that you want. My sense of the two of water is that this is a uh, not just a relationship, but it is relationship with your guides that you're wanting to know about or with spirit that you're wanting to know about. And what they're saying is relax. Just relax and it will come to you. Spend, um, spend some time um, with a quiet mind. Um, meditation doesn't sound like it is very useful for you intuitively. I get that's not. But um, taking a walk or a bike ride, um, going in nature somewhere uh, is going to be speak to you much more clearly. And then um, it, I'm also getting for you to do something like automatic writing. Uh, just sit down and as just begin to write. Don't think about it. Don't even look at it. I mean, you, you can look you're on the right page but don't analyze it or think about it and then when you're completely done go back and look at it and you're going to find the answers that you want oh that's awesome so Debbie um, I I hope you are listening if not I will make sure to contact you and give you the information uh, from from Judith and so now I want to go back to the callers on the line because apparently we have quite a few and the next up is Lanish. Are you there? Hello, I'm here. Hi, Hi Lanish. How are you Hi. today? Hi. I'm doing great. Thank you, lady. Uh, my question is, I am doing nursing, and I am working with a particular patient, and uh, there are some changes coming up, and I have an option to stay there or move on to a different patient, different atmosphere and a little bit different circumstances. And um, I don't know if I should move from there at this time. or So I want to know, should I move from there at this time or should I wait a little longer? Okay. Um, I'm going to draw a card that says if you choose to stay with that patient and if you choose to go to the new patient. Things okay. are changing for you. Uh, things are changing for you personally. It isn't just the whole patient structure, but um, it, it is a natural evolution, and it's it's actually good. If you choose to stay with the patient you're working with now, you're putting at risk um, some, some future opportunity. If you um, go with a new patient, you're going to be very, very much rewarded for the hard work that you've put in. You haven't been um, really quite appreciated in the place where you are now, and um, and and you will be um, you will be rewarded and gratified if you move to the new person. Okay. Wow, that sounds great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know, and I'm concerned about my money. I don't didn't want there to be a drop in my income, but I feel so more more or less oppressed there. And um, nursing is what I'm doing now, and it's like the only way that I have of making money. 
but I do want to do something else and you know to support myself, but I haven't created that yet, but it seems that every in nursing I feel oppressed and sad and and it it's just having a very bad effect on me and do you see what might be causing that, or is there anything that I can do to feel well, better I as I'm for a doing second. it? Uh, Lanisha, what sign are you? I'm Cancer. Ah, good, good, good <laughs> thinking here because one of the things that I've often noted um, throughout my career as an astrologer is that the people who are caretakers, such as nurses and so forth, are often cancers. And cancer is one of those signs where you're very empathic. And so you tend to pull in the energies and demonstrate energies that are not even your own. And so I think that's what's going on. Yeah, so the consequence like how do is I you're stop? working with a sick yeah, good good question because you know consequently you're probably pulling in energies that are not your own, depression and so forth that perhaps the patient is experiencing. So what I always tell my cancer clients um, is that the very first question when you notice that you're experiencing an energy drop or an energy change is that, is this mine? Is this my energy? And just sit with that for a moment until the answer comes because nine times out of ten you're going to find out it's not your energy. It isn't yours. It's someone else's. And if that's the case, then you can choose to let that energy remain outside of you as opposed to bringing it in. That doesn't mean that you're not compassionate. It doesn't mean that you're not, you know, uh, treating people with empathy. It just means you're not taking it in and making it yours. Um, Very important distinction because you don't need to take it on. You just need to care about the patient, right? Mm -hmm. I hope hope that helps you some. Yeah, Yeah. and remember... Going to the new patient is going to give you additional opportunities, and it may even open your eyes to a different kind of a career uh, or a different uh, a different way of being in the world. Okay, that's what I Good want. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> very luck. much. Thank you. You're very welcome. Good luck with that. Good okay. luck. Um, all right. So our next caller on the line is Sheena. Are you there, Sheena? Sheena? Oh, yes, I am. Thank you for taking the call. Thank you. Sheena, what can we do for you today? Okay. So um, I am going to a training class uh, next week. And, uh, you know, I will receive a certificate. And um, it's it's sort of um, a certificate where I can kind of, you know, get an immediate job because I've been out of employment for a very long time, unemployed for a very long time. And um, so I want to, you know, uh, see what the cards say about this um, employment, if it's going to be immediate, you know, three months out, four months out. I also wanted to decide, I, well, I decided that once I get that certificate, I was going to receive another one. Like, you know, so what both of these options, I want to know, you know, where it's going to take me financial-wise or, you know, success-wise. <laughs> I want to be successful with um, my decision on taking these training courses. Okay. Um, I lost a little bit of your question um, because of technical things, but let me let me tell you what uh, came up. Um, you're going to have more opportunities than what you um, 
what you are anticipating, it's going to take a little bit more time than um, than being an immediate. It's not going to be, um, you know, that immediately the next day. But you are going to have more opportun- opportunities um, that are coming up about it. And about um, taking the other class, uh, the other class is going to give you, in whatever area it's in, it's going to give you almost like a new language, a new way of being able to um, uh, to function in the business world that you're interested in doing. So it will be a very important class to go forward. And then um, the next uh, card that came up is... Um, when you when you finish those, you will be able to present yourself in a new way with in terms of your resume, in terms of things that you're getting ready to do, in, in terms of um, being able to present yourself in the world. And as long as it has been for you to, um, it, you mentioned that you've been unemployed for a long time, um, the the difference in waiting here is going to be a matter of I, I'm getting six six to ten weeks um, something in that category before you at least get a part time job, but things will begin to smooth out for you after that six to ten weeks. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it is. It, you know that resonates with me because. The, the profession I've been in, um, you know, caregiver, private duty nursing. And um, I'm just going to take some what you would call CEUs and um, go for my phlebotomy. It's sort of the class that I'm taking for phlebotomy is sort of untraditional than the college. It's like a little training institution, and you don't get um, an externship here when you take the uh-huh. class. It's kind of like you take the class, you learn, you know, how to, draw blood, and uh, you're, you're kind of just out there where opposed to the college, you take the course and uh, you're, you're being put at an internship site. So I was concerned about the experience, the level of experience I would need for, you know, this, for, you know, this job, this... Um, well, I think you're. I think you're. You're taking the right step this way, and that you're going to have some new opportunities that open up and a new way to present yourself as a result of this. That will end up um, bringing you forward within the next six to ten weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Now, um, I wanted to ask one quick, really quick question here. If you see anything extra, my sign is Scorpio. Um, do you, you know, see any um, major changes, just period, um, in my life? <laughs> with, where, you know, with, <laughs> you, with know, where they, um, you know, okay, I, I see that you're, I see that you're afraid of change, and um, and and change is inevitable. Um, and and you're afraid to speak about what your change is going to be. And it, that kind of a question sounds like a real simple, how do I do it, but it really is um, uh, more involved than a, than a one-card reading. And because we do have so many other people, and I did spend time with you on the, on the first question, um, you're, you're welcome to call or email me if you would like. Um, and... And we could set up an appointment, but 
but I, I feel like I need to move on to the next person. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to jump in here for just a second about this because definitely things are happening for you, Miss Scorpio, because Scorpio is a sign that digs in and they tend to get rutted, right? They They hold on way beyond the time that they should hold on to relationships, emotions, jobs, you name it. And you have Saturn moving through your sign right now. And Saturn is a taskmaster. So it's really, you know, saying, okay, let's get focused in. Let's get onto the right track. And while you have that planet moving through your own sign, you have the benefit of being able to to look at things and decide with discernment what you want to keep and what you want to let go of. Does that make sense to you? Yes. And it may may just be a good time for you to have a full-on reading uh, astrologically because, um, you know, that may be able to point you in in a good direction. You must be about, what, 28 years old or so, 29, 30? Yes, 28. (laughs) Yeah, so you're coming into your first Saturn return, and that's an important time of your life. So I would consider that. And if you would like me to do that for you, you can contact me at uh, Janet at Living hyphen astrology.com not to put in a shameless plug there but this is an important time of your life and I wouldn't want you to let that go by all right I think everybody everybody who's um, going through a Saturn return they ought to make it a law that you have to have a good astrology <laughs> <laughs> wow yes indeed, really? yes, indeed. So it's a very important time of your life okay all right well thank you so thank much you. Tina. All right? Thank you, so um, okay. All right, so here's where we are, um, and Judith, I'm going to address you at the moment. We are coming up at like about seven or eight minutes before the show is over, and I have a couple of callers that I would really like to get to, and I've been offered the opportunity to just go over time a little bit to be able to handle those. It won't, it'll be recorded, but we won't be live on air anymore. Is that something that you would be okay doing? Yeah, that's okay with me, and I would ask that um, that the callers keep, them their questions brief so we can get to everybody. That would be great. Absolutely. Okay, great. So uh, having said that, oh, I want to go to on. our... Pardon me? Hello? Who would like to bring Hello? Is this Roz? This is she. Hi, Roz. Thank Hi. you for calling in today. <laughs> And uh, I understand you have a question that you want to ask Judith, and she's waiting for your question. Hi, Judith. I have a request. Okay. Can you pull a? Could you? Would it be possible if you can pull a card for me? And um, I don't need to have it interpreted or anything. I just want to read the card. I would just want to know what the card is. Me and my husband are trying to decide on something, so we're going to let the card decide. Ooh. Um, yes, I can do that, and you need to understand that. Um, and you need to understand that the card that I'm pulling is based on my interpretation. So, um, if you if you look it up in a book, sometimes there are different interpretations. But let me go ahead and you think of the question now, Roz, and I'll pull the card. Okay. Um. I have the uh, five of wind in a reverse position, and um, and that card is uh, can be challenging in that it is about um, it can be the the sting of rumor, uh, mm-hmm. fear of being 
something along that line. Does that answer your question? The sting of rumor? Rumor. Um, hmm. Speaking, people speaking, um, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's mm-hmm. called, yeah, <laughs> the name of the card in this deck is called fear. Okay. Is that hmm. your Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. What card is that called? Fear. Hmm. The five of wind in a reverse position. And, okay. and what is the five of wind in a more traditional deck, Judith? Do you know offhand? Five of swords. Five of swords. Oh, swords. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's it. That's it. So that's a good. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Roz. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. So we can make it to our uh, last caller today. Her name is Alice. Are you there, Alice? Yes, I am. Hi, Hi there. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Your question? So what is your question? Okay, my question is, what the universe cards guides have to what information they have to give me please okay drop the cards and I want to play with the full deck okay um what the universe has uh to tell you is um that it's time for you to find your passion um you're 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 feeling blocked right now around your creativity and the kind of who you are you've been going through a period where you're feeling very stifled and that your um uh, your fire what to your soul has been um has been pretty well stuffed um there are many opportunities out for out there for you the universe is saying and it's time for you to make a change to create that to happen. Um, you can change your um, the way that you make money, your career, um, uh, because you're you're stifled where you are right now. Uh huh. Does that make sense? I think so, because I'm not working. So what you're saying is that I need to find a job. Yeah, and and that. But whatever you're doing right now, and and for whatever reason you're not working, it may be that you lost your job or you're feeling unemployed, uh, underemployed. It has it has stifled your creativity and and made you feel like you can't do anything. But indeed, you can. In fact, looking in other areas than where you have been before will be very beneficial for you. Okay. Nice. So passion, that's the thing, right? Follow your passion. Yeah, yeah, because the passion right now is is just, it's like a, uh, the the visual I get is um, putting a wet blanket over a flame and it just smolders and gets all smoky. Uh-huh. What sign are you, um, Alice? I'm a Taurus. A Taurus. So um, uh, what kind of work do you like to do? What's your passion? What's my passion? My passion is animals, horses, but um, I've mainly worked 
construction in the offices, admin assistants? So maybe well, there there's something that you do. In, yeah. There are opportunities in other areas for you. Woohoo! So I just have to find those. Okay. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you know, state okay. that to the universe you. that you want to follow your passion. And, uh-huh. um, you know, ask your guides to point you into the opportunities that lie in that direction. I can do that. They will. Yeah. Go, All girl. Right. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank and you thank very you. much, ladies. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Judah, thank you so much for being on the show today. We have 30 seconds left, and I would like you to be able to let our listeners know again how they can reach you, uh, your website, phone number, whatever you want to share with us. Okay, my phone number is 360-305-1491. My my, um, website is Life Path Expressions, L-I-F-E-P-A-T-H-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N-S dot com. You can also reach me at Judith, J-U-D-Y-T-H, Salt, S-U-L-T, S is in Sam, U-L-T, um, dot, uh, dot com. Either one of those will get you to my website. Uh, I have a monthly newsletter, and I give away um, a free reading every month, um, a drawing for a free reading every, I mean, you nice. I do a free reading every month there. <laughs> and I look I look forward to talking with you. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Judith. And next week we're going to have Nick Dagenbest, uh, an author and astrologer, and he will be talking to us about the chart of the United States and the planet Uranus. So thank you all for joining us today, and everyone have a stellar week. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at Janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.